Welcome everyone to the Tasif podcast and today I'll be doing my second episode and Coach Allen came up with the idea of flipping the podcast so where he's going to be asking me the questions and I'm going to have to answer so Coach Allen take over man. Yes sir so we came up with the idea and ran it by Tasif like hey you interviewed me but I feel like the people and especially the kids um, should get to know you a little bit more and um, here's some of your story and the things you go through as a student and just um, some of your daily interactions and how you do things. Yep. So my first question is, tell me about Tasif. Tell me about your family, um, your parents, any siblings, things like that. I'll tell you about Tasif. Well, the, well, I was born in Pakistan, and that's played a big part of my life. I grew up there for the first uh, nine years, no, four, five years of my life. I was raised as a Muslim, and I'm still a Muslim right now. And and being born in Pakistan, I think that's that's uh that was a good thing for me because I learned to how to treat others well. Because in Pakistan, there's a more sense of family, more unity. So you treat others well with respect and kindness and dignity, and you treat your elders with the utmost respect. So that I feel like that really affected me in a positive way. And then uh, I have. My parents, mom and dad. Uh, dad, my dad went to uh, went to the U.S. and then came back and then married my mom. He went back, and then he first lived in New York. Okay. Yeah, he was a taxi driver in New York. Okay. Yeah, and then he came he came down to Oklahoma, and then he came to get us. And I lived in Oklahoma for the first couple of years of my life with me, my mom, and my sister. I have a sister. We're really close. We get along well. And then from there, our first, uh, my little brother was born. He's in fine arts right now. And he's he's awesome. He's really smart. He's, he knows everything about technology, video games, anything about that. He'll let you know. Then we moved down here in Dallas when I was in the fourth grade. And it was it was a change. We, I had to get used to it. But, yeah, it was pretty good. I just had to get used to the weather, really. That's about it. Okay, cool. So with that transitioning, you, you know, leaving a country and coming over here to the United States, what was some of the things you struggled with? Mm. Some of the things I struggled with, struggled with learning the language for the first couple years, really. But in Pakistan, you're taught the basics. So like, you could have like a hi, hello, but you're not like really engaging in conversation. So like I had to learn. I watched SpongeBob for the first two years, and <laughs> okay. I learned, I learned English from there. And then, then on, uh, making friends was kind of hard at the first one because like you don't really you're just like by yourself, and like you don't like in Pakistan the education is like more harder. So like when I came here, it, it was kind of easy for me. So then making friends, I, I I was in pre-K, but then they moved me up to kindergarten. So like I had to transition to that, and then. I just had to find something like I had common with, and basketball was one of those things, and that's why I, like I really love the sport because it got me into making friends, really. Okay, cool. And like I said, basketball is a big topic for us. We'll get into talking about that uh, here in a little bit. So you said you started off in Oklahoma, came down here to Texas. Mm -hmm. So once you got here to Texas. Uh, tell me now more about that journey of how you got involved in basketball and things of that nature. Once I got down, all right. Well, uh, but I was I didn't play for an AU team. I was I was just playing just for fun. I had a goal in my backyard. I was just playing that, and then I got to middle school, and then I was introduced to you know I played football there. 
uh, and then I, I tried out for basketball. I made the B team my seventh grade year. So then I got pretty good. I like I didn't I really enjoyed this, so I went and then to play the other year, eighth grade. In the eighth grade, I made the eight team, and then I met Caleb Lelik, uh, and he invited me to play for his AU team, West Side Forest. So we, so from there on, then like it's just been awesome. And then Coach Lindsey, he bought me, and then people just bought me on my shell more, more and more. I was a I was a quiet kid. I was I, I wasn't really outgoing, but then once I like got comfortable like now you know me as who I am today I think that played a real big factor that moment with him inviting me to play on, on his AU team okay uh, so one of the things I noticed having the opportunity to coach you I think people don't know that you're as skilled as you are and have the abilities that you do so oftentimes when we play games people are surprised um, how skilled you are and some of the post moves you you make and the effect that you can step out and make, you know, the mid-range jumper mm-hmm. and even at step out to uh, shoot the three. Um, how did you get so skilled? Um, and what do you think about people not really, I guess, respecting your game? Man, I just worked. Like every open gym, I've, since eighth grade, I came up here. I shot, worked, I dribbled, worked out. I mean, it was just pure hard work I think and then people not respecting my game I mean I'm fine with that I mean people are always going to hate on you I, uh, I read a quote the other day it was like you could walk on water but people will still say you can't swim so like everybody's gonna and there's obviously flaws in my game I'm not the perfect player but yeah I mean I've got this far so like why stop now uh, and I, I'm always gonna put, put in the work that's the number one thing I need to put in the work otherwise I feel like I'm not doing anything worthwhile that's a good quote. So um, you now play on the varsity team here at Brewer. Had a real good year last year when people expected us early on not to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, what was one of your proudest moments of being on that team from last year? Man, the proudest moment was when we figured it out finally. Off that seven-game losing streak, we remember, that was one of the worst. But that year derailed us. I mean, we had COVID cases on our team, and like we couldn't figure anything out. But once we figured it out, we just started having fun. And it was just, like, there wasn't, like, any, uh, what's the word? There wasn't any, like, the locker room was more free. They're, like, there was not as much uh, anger, I guess. And that really, that, and then it allowed us to become, and the bonds we made, it was just it was just fun this year. It was awesome. Okay, so you play for Coach P. Mm-hmm. Um well respected around the area yep. um his he has a winning program here at Brewer. What is it like playing for such a um guy that's super demanding um you know every day he's gonna give it his all um he's gonna be intense mm-hmm. um what is it like playing for a head coach like that man it's it gets to you if you don't if you can't handle it you gotta learn how to you gotta learn sometimes to like shut him out and then like play your game that you have to shut him out but like play in his way so not do your own thing but play as you as he wants you to do so once you figure that out that that'd be straight and sometimes people can handle it I mean I remember this season I was in tough like we had a conversation me and him about like if I wanted to play anymore like like that was it was really getting affected me but then like I learned how to embrace my role and then not try to do too much once you embrace your roles, I feel like you can accomplish anything. And then, like, just doing you, just being the best version of yourself. That's all you can ask of them from yourself. 
and he's gonna push you to do things that like that he knows you can do. He's not gonna tell you to me to go dribble, uh, go out there and like make hezy crossover. None of that. He's just gonna tell me what to, I do best, and that's be a big man. Okay, I think part of your um, role this year was. Um, being the guy that's going to bring energy when you step on the court. Mm-hmm. And one thing I noticed being on that um, team with you is that you are um, bringing that intensity, whether you're on the court or whether you're on the bench cheering for your teammates. Mm-hmm. Um, is that something that you have naturally? Um, is that something you've seen people um, before you do? Um, what made you get mentally prepared for that role and um, how did like what's your expertise in that well I mean I feel like I, I always can uplift others the uplifting others is like one of the best things you could do as a teammate as uh, you can just bring some like if someone misses a shot you always obviously say like uh, keep shooting like if Julian Perez misses a shot I'm always going to tell him to shoot it again but if you know, so you have to tell you have to tell your teammates to keep on going and don't quit. You need the encouragement. Like imagine if you were out there, you would want encouragement too. So I look at it that from that perspective. And I've seen, yeah, I've seen uh, other players. You know, like like in the league, maybe sometimes when they're on the bench, they're still talking, they're still engaged in the game. Because if once you're engaged in the game, that's pretty good. And like I always try to build others up. Like I said. Okay, so. Um... This is the off season, you know. You guys have had spring ball, been doing pretty well, mm-hmm. and you returned most of um, your team from this past season, which you guys um, won district, made the playoffs. Um, what is your outlook, and how do you think you guys will do next year with you almost bringing everybody back? Uh, we're just looking to get better every day. I mean, uh, we've had success in the spring. That's good. I mean, we're better than we were last year, that's for sure. But what we need to do is just be better. And then, like, we need to fill – I need to fill Barb's shoes because Alex Barbie was a huge part of that team. So we need to uh, lock in defensively, and I think we'll be straight from there. I mean, Alito – Alito's getting their returners too. So, like, they're excited. They want they want their revenge from last year. So we want – I mean, we're ready. We're ready for any challenge that's thrown at us, and we'll, we'll be prepared. And if – that's that's all we're we're ready we're ready for it. Okay, I can respect that. So now I want to get more um, for people to know actually about you. Mm-hmm. Um, so me coaching you, I know about your faith and your religion. Yep. Um, can you explain you know some of the things you go through daily or your daily routines um, to practice your faith? Yeah. And um, if there comes any difficulties with you know, being at school mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. Yep. So, so I'll just take you to the routine. First thing uh, I do is get up and pray. Uh, we, uh, that's one of our five pillars in Islam is to uh, pray. So, like, that's really important. So you need those pillars to, like, it's explained like a building. Like, you need five pillars to, like, make the building stand up. So that's what we need. So prayer is one of those. And then praying, we pray five times a day. So one is before the sun rises, and then one is during the day, so like afternoon. One is during like three, four, five around there, sunset, and then the night time. So these prayers, like we pray them daily. I get up, pray, uh, Fajr. That's the that's the name. So that's uh, get up, do that. But since it's Ramadan, we go. 
uh, Ramadan, you eat before uh, the, the first prayer. So, so I just eat, drink, hydrate, get ready for the day. And then during the day is Zahar, the second prayer. Um, sometimes we get, like you said, like being in school, it gets really difficult. But I find ways here and there. So like you have a certain time you could pray till. So like uh, the second prayer could be like three, I mean, one to like five. Okay. So like in between those times, you could find a way to pray. Okay. So I, I just try to do that. I find somewhere to pray. I just... Uh, some teacher would probably let me like pray in their, like Miss Galloway or Miss Mr. Ferguson to let me pray in their closet that no one uses. So I just go in there and knock that out, and then I go home pray my third and fourth and fifth prayer. But then, uh, like you said, there have been difficulties in school. Like I'm not like praying on time is one of like the key elements to like having a good prayer. So like that's been really difficult. And then but and then finding a place like freshman through sophomore year, I didn't really care about praying in school. So like. Once I, uh, like COVID hit, I, I got more into my faith and then like I needed to pray more. So like I just implemented that. And then what, what difficulties? I mean, I eat halal food. So like there, uh, so our food, our meat has to be butchered a certain way for us to be allowed to eat it. So I can't eat like uh, chicken express. I can't go out. So like once team, like once uh, once the team goes out and gets chicken express, I always look for like the vegetarian options or something. But that's how it is. I feel like uh, in our religion, discipline is key. So like, I like having a disciplined way of life to live. So, but sometimes I mess up too. So you know. Okay. Okay. Very interesting. Um, me um, being being a man of faith. Um, religion is something that's not really talked about at you guys' age. Mm-hmm. Um, is there, you know, a group of kids on the campus that are of the Islam faith? Um, do kids come up and ask you about it, or um, do they have intrigue with the Islam faith? Um, I've seen and heard you and Caleb Lillick have many topics mm-hmm. about Christianity and Islam and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so what is that aspect of being a student like? Like that? I mean, there are some uh, Muslims around the school. There are some. And they do come up to me uh, and they ask me. They don't ask me. But they, we just get along because we're Muslim. Because in Islam, if once you're Muslim, it's considered a brotherhood. So like a universal brotherhood. So brother, sister. I know a lot of Muslims that go to school. And I know people that fasted this Ramadan, so yeah. But if there's any Muslim that they like, you know, contact me because I haven't really had that uh, connection yet. There's not been like a Muslim friend I could go rely on, but that's all right. But uh, me and Caleb, yeah, we did. We had arguments all the time about Islam and Christianity, like what was right, what was wrong. But then, like as we matured, we learned to like respect each other's religion. And uh, me and him now, we, we really look at the similarities, not the differences from the religions because freshman year you know we, i just wanted to be right all the time but then as i learned as i grew i like you don't have to be right about everything you you can look at the positive things instead of the negative things all the time that's about that's about it yeah yeah most definitely like i said i've been you know around you guys when you had some of those spirited debates mm-hmm. but i've always noticed you guys always respected each other um, the the discussions never got disrespectful or anything. You guys um, were doing it because you wanted the knowledge and wanted yeah. um, the information. So that's that's one thing I um, 
always found intriguing mm-hmm. about you and Kayla's relationship. Um, one of the most touching things I've seen from you um, was it was before a game this last season. Yeah. Um, and I'd seen you go into a locker room by yourself and get prepared to pray. Yeah. Um, and that's something for um, a lot of kids at your age um, don't necessarily have that discipline or they're worried about what others might say yeah. about them being different. Um, just can you talk to people about how to be strong in their faith and um, just having the discipline in order to still, um, you know, hold strong to what yeah. their faith tells them to do? So uh, I look at it like this. I was... Uh it was a TikTok that came up on my For You page. It was like, uh, discipline is, uh, it's like you're being disrespected to your, for yourself, like to, towards yourself if you're not, because you deserve better. So like, if you're, you're kind of being disrespectful to yourself and you deserve better. So you, why you should be more disciplined and get that stuff done today. So I look at it like that, but also like, it's just been ingrained in me since I was uh, like a kid to always pray on t- uh, time or like just praying to, to get our prayers done. My mom always yelling at me to get my prayers done. So, like, it's enlisted as you as a kid. But then you got to have faith. I mean, to get your faith strong, I feel like mm, it's a tough one. You know, it is a tough question. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's one of those things where I've, I've had to learn later on in life. If someone sees me, um doing what I need to do as far as my faith, whether it be praying, whether it be tithing, whether it be just the way I carry myself, hopefully that can encourage that same person who has Mm -hmm. doubts or worries about doing that same thing. Um, And it gives them the courage to do that. And so, you know, even um, we have different faiths, even me seeing you stepping out, um, and praying right before a game. I remember, I, like I said, you guys were going to warm up and you took the time to still pray. Yeah. Like I said, that um, that just inspired me, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I appreciate that. Well, uh, and uh, adding on to that, it was, uh, it was, uh, what was I going to say? Just lost my turn of thought. Hold on. Oh yeah, uh, I was th- I was I also I also pray like Islam gets a, a really bad bad sometimes on the news. So like sometimes I pray like in front of my teammates or to to show them that Islam isn't really a, like is isn't really like that. Sometimes like it's a peaceful religion. It just gets a bad rep sometimes. Okay. Um. So, uh, what are your plans after you leave Brewer High School? Um. You know, you're a junior now. Yep. About to be a senior next year. Have you already started about thinking about what your plans after high school are, what you want to do, things of that nature? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I want to pursue a career in, like, therapy or something or, like, get like help people because I feel like uh, helping people is the best thing you could do, like, while you're on this earth and, like, inspiring others or, like, if someone's, like, mental health isn't that good and like inspiring them to like get out of that phase and like changing their way of life and like being more happy and that more not more happiness or more content because happiness is just an emotion it comes in and out but if you're content with things i feel like it'll all fall in place 
And then just helping people, like I said, is one of the most beautiful things. Like, if once you uplift others, you just get a, f- a sense of joy in yourself. So, like, that's beautiful about life, too. That, that's one thing I enjoy. Okay, so now um got a couple of quick-fire questions I want to ask you. All right. Um, got a couple of these, okay? So, if you could be any superhero, which superhero would you be? Batman has always been my favorite. Why? Why Batman? He lives. He's he does his work in silence, and he doesn't need anyone's help. Okay. You know? But forget. Remember, Batman had Robin too. Sometimes. Batman, sometimes. 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 Okay. Um, if you could live anywhere, where would it be? Anywhere. I'll. Uh, I'd say Medina, the uh, the the home of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. What is your biggest fear? My biggest fear? Uh, not being... What's my biggest fear? Not being uh, to overcome certain challenges in my life. Okay. Um, so we we talked about sort of your diet and sort of the, um, the things you have to eat and how your mm-hmm. food must be prepared. What is your favorite dish? What's my favorite dish? Uh, I love me some... Hmm... It's a, it's a it's a Pakistani dish. It's called nehari. It's like it's like chick. It's like beef and like with some beef and like uh. It's like basically beef with non bread. Okay. Yeah, ground beef, and we just season it. Put like little peas and spices in there. Okay. Okay. Um, who or what motivates you to work as hard as you do? Work who or what? Um, my dad. My dad gets up at four uh, four a.m. every day. Gets ready, go to work six a.m. to three p.m. Comes back home. He's one of those. And then also certain celebrities. And then uh, like my uh, my favorite rapper Kevin Gates. I mean, he's his way of life changed. Like I seen him transition from. Uh, from you know a fat slob and now he's like a skinny beast and like he's always talking about how how you deserve better and like how how if you if you just take one step at a time it's gonna get better okay um what is your favorite game or sport to play besides basketball besides basketball uh probably cricket cricket i grew oh. up on cricket okay yeah. yep cricket is uh i miss playing cricket though back in the, in pakistan we used to go out and then, like, we would just play in the dirt, you know, and then that would be so fun. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Um, would you rather ride a bike, ride a horse, or drive a car? Uh, I'd rather ride a horse. I haven't ridden a horse in a long time. Yeah. I Are love, you on horseback riding? Yeah, I love horseback riding. Mm-hmm. Uh, I act like I'm Django on that, on that <laughs> you horse. You have a cowboy yeah. hat? Oh, I have a couple of cowboy hats. Oh, remember, I came with the black cowboy hat to the banquet <laughs> I remember a couple that. of years ago. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I think I'm a cowboy. Got some cowboy in me. Yep. Um, riding in the car, you're driving. Yep. What's your radio station you're listening What's to? What's your radio station? Uh, or if it's XM or, you know, you said you like Kevin Gates. Is that who you're listening to? Uh, in the morning. It depends on the time of the day. In the morning, I just like to come and then, like, listen to some Quran playing. So, like, uh, start my day out a little peacefully. And then, like, during the afternoon, I'll probably listen to 106.1 or uh, what else? 104.7, I think. Okay. One of the uh, hip-hop R&B stations. 
Okay. Uh, what is your favorite zoo animal? Zoo animal? I love tigers. Oh, my God. I love just how they're just secrecy, and then, like, you can't really spot them in the jungle. and But they'll, they'll, they'll sneak up on you. I love tigers. Okay. Um, are you more of a quiet guy? Do you like to be the center of attention? Um, do you have a big circle of friends, or do you keep sort of a small circle? Uh, I like to be... I like to be out there, but I don't. I don't look for attention. I just, you know, I'm loud, so people get to know me. And then I do. Have, I have a. I have a, a. I have a. I have a small circle, but like I have also like, there's like tiers to like where you can be my friend. So like, like tier three. So and then tier one. Like tier one will be Caleb and Ishan. Tier two, there will be certain people in there. Tier three, but yeah, once you're in my circle, like the more I'm comfortable with you, the more you know me. Okay. Okay. Um. Favorite jersey number? Zero. Russell Westbrook. Love. Uh, he made me fall in love with basketball. I remember first basketball game I watched. Uh, it was him. A game six, game four. I want to say game four against the Miami. He had like forty three, and I was like, I want to be like that dude. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, what's the longest time that you think that you've gone without playing basketball? And how hard was it not to have the opportunity to play? Longest time without basketball, man. Quarantine, quarantine. I I I lost my shot. I lost the athleticism. I wasn't doing as much. I was just just sitting in the house, bored. So like for what three four months. Okay, okay. Um, last, which one of these? Um, what is your favorite holiday? Holiday Eid, uh, it's a Muslim holiday. So like we have two occasions on those. The first one is in celebration of Ramadan. So like tomorrow I'll be celebrating Eid, matter of fact. And then the second one is in celebration of the Hajj. So like when Muslims go around the Kaaba, you know, uh, in Saudi Arabia, uh-huh. yeah, when they go around, uh, when they they do a certain uh, what's it called rituals. So like circling the Kaaba and then walking where. Abraham walk and like throw stones at uh three walls of Satan and then certain rituals like that and then once they're done they sacrifice animals so like lambs cows goats anything and then give back to the poor and then keep some for themselves and then that day is that day is Eid it'll fit there okay cool man so this was like I said really exciting for me mm-hmm. I felt like people. Um, should know more about you and some of the things you stand for. You always been, yep. you know, a great young man. I always enjoyed, you know, having our conversations, mm-hmm. um, being on the basketball court, which you've seen you develop yep. as a player. Appreciate and so, like I said, I've always, you know, had the utmost respect for you, been proud of you, seen mm-hmm. your growth. Um, like I said, so, you know, we got one more year left yep. to do this thing. Let's do it right. Um, so, like I said, uh, for those of you who don't know, me and Tasif are going to get together, and we're going to do a joint podcast yep. um, starting here soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just going to reach out to people, have open and honest conversations, talk yeah. to them, um, and you know, let you guys find out more about people. All right, appreciate it, Coach Allen. Love uh, you too. I appreciate. You All right me. then, uh, that'll be the second episode of Tasif's podcast. Thank you for listening.